Happy New Year to all my ready-to-work realtors out there. Look, the cost of homeownership has gotten more and more expensive every single year. And although rates are starting to come down, there doesn't seem to be much relief on the horizon. And to add more fuel to the affordability crisis fire, insurance premiums have gone up on average 21% in the last 12 months. That on top of already spiking 12% in 2022. So why is that? And what can you do to help your clients so they don't lose out on their dream home because their insurance was a lot more than they had planned? Well, my next guest is going to help us figure out how all this happened and show you ways to help your clients keep their insurance costs as low as possible. Joining me will be Brad Bingham. Brad is a local Allstate agent with over 25 years experience in the business. And he also happens to be my really good friend. But Brad isn't your typical boring insurance guy. He tells it like it is and isn't afraid to tell you what's wrong with his industry. But he'll also be honest with you about how he got into this situation. And it isn't what you might think. He's going to share with us the best ways to make sure that your buyers and sellers know the right questions to ask and get the most out of their coverage when it comes time to dealing with home and car insurance. He's been my go-to guy ever since I got in the business. And I wouldn't trust my clients with anyone else. And when you hear him talk, You'll see why. We can only control the rising costs of owning a home these days by so much. But with Brad's help, you're going to learn the most effective ways to keep your clients' costs down and show them why you're the expert when it comes to all things real estate. Insurance may be boring, but this conversation won't be. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to 2024. I hope everyone had a fantastic holiday and is ready to get back to grind. I know that I sure am because I couldn't wait to get those damn kids out of my house and out of my hair, figuratively speaking, of course. Um, welcome back to the Texas Real Estate and Finance Podcast. I am your host, uh, Mike Mills, your friendly neighborhood mortgage banker here in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. And today we are going to be discussing an issue that everyone is facing, whether you're real estate and whether you're in real estate or not. And right now, um, I don't know that there's a ton of attention on it in the corporate media space, which is why I'm bringing it here to you today on my tiny little podcast that could. So, um, and that's the rising cost of insurance. Now, I'm the first to tell you that I really don't pay attention to my insurance premiums hardly ever. Um, they just get auto deducted from my bank account each month. And I couldn't tell you what I'm paying off the top of my head either way. But I do know right now that it's a lot, especially because I have a teenage driver that just recently hit the streets. But Today, we're going to focus a little bit more on how it affects housing and people's ability to qualify for homes in an already critically unaffordable housing market. And, and this is just piling on. And if you haven't been paying attention to this, then you should. But um, we aren't uh, talking, you know, small little increases. This is pretty significant. So, but before we get started, um, I'm really trying to grow my podcast significantly for 2024. And I'm asking for your help. Uh, this takes uh, this thing takes time to schedule, produce, publish, and all that kind of stuff. And the more subscribers I get to the podcast, the more likely I can to continue adding content to what we bring you each and every week. So um, it would be it would really go a long way uh, of reaching our goal of four thousand subscribers by the end of twenty twenty four. If you could share this with everybody inside your network. Um, I appreciate all of you and listen. Uh, I appreciate all of you that listen and reach out to me and let me know that you've been loving what we're doing here. And the more we can get on the, uh, the more people we can get on board, the bigger we can grow. So tell a friend, uh, for your good friend, Mike, really appreciate it. So now let's get into it. So my guest today is a 25 year plus veteran of insurance to tell us what the hell is going on with the insurance bill right now. And how can I keep my costs as low as possible? So please welcome my really good friend, Brad Bingham to the show. Hello, Brad. Let me flip you on there. What's up? What's going on? How are you, man? Another day, another dollar. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So um, let's just kind of get right into it and we'll we'll bounce around to a couple different spots. But um, so what the hell's going on? Why? Why? I was reading something the other day and uh, it said this was I don't remember if I saw it. It's a Wall Street Journal, something like that, that said in 2022, insurance premiums on average went up about 21 percent. And Compared to 2021, where they went up, or excuse me, in 2023, they went up 21%. My years are getting all screwed up at the first of the year. And then in 2022, they were up 12%. So just in the last two years, we're like 35% higher. So what the hell's you're, going on? You're probably looking at national averages. Yeah, these are national, in, yes. In Texas, it's probably worse than that. Oh, okay, great. Good news, good news. <laughs> so... <laughs> Unfortunately, we all live in the same world where we have young drivers that are starting to enter our policies. And yes. if we could have done this 10 years ago, we would have been much better. Would off. have been much nicer. Yes. Yes. But, um, man, the biggest issue is just availability. Mm -hmm. um, when we went through the crunch um, during COVID, uh, insurance companies burned up reserves. Yeah. And when you burn up reserves, that eliminates well, your availability. Well, a little closer to you. I'm sorry. No, you're good. <clears throat> that eliminates your availability to be able to write insurance. And so what that means is, is when, when an insurance company writes a policy. Okay. 
in order for it to be secure, they have to have reserves, right? Okay. And so for auto, we have to have a dollar for every auto premium we write. For home, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ballpark as four, yeah, it's four or five dollars. Yeah, nobody's so, auditing you. You'll be all right. <laughs> when we write a homeowner premium, if we put a dollar premium on the books, we have to have four dollars in reserve. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna tell you in Texas, you're probably better off at six, seven dollars in reserve just to be able to pay losses. Um, but it's required to have the four or five dollars, whatever it is. Okay. If you don't have that, then you're not an admitted carrier in Texas, um, which means if you go out of business, your customers are up, you know, what right. creek with a paddle. Yeah, shit creek. It's that's fine. Right. Again, we're, 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 we're not, we're not broadcasting <laughs> to five-year-olds. It's fine. So um, most of your big carriers are admitted carriers. So they live by the guidelines. And so when our reserves go from, let's just call it 40 million to 20 million, that, yeah. that, that makes it where we can't write insurance unless it's a really good customer because we don't want to take up our availability. Right. Does it make sense to yep. you? Mm -hmm. So what so we you have, only have limited slots, essentially. We have limited slots, right? You now. don't want to write it to somebody that is going to have a bunch of claims if 100%. you can figure that out. Right. All right. So availability is one of the biggest issues right now. Okay. We've had carriers pull out of Texas. We've had carriers that have just completely shut down, quit writing business. All your small guys, your, your, do you know uh, who's pulled out of Texas specifically? Oh man. You're uh, when you say pull out, that would mean they're non-renewing customers. Okay. Okay. I don't know of anybody non-renewing customers yet. Okay. When I say pull out, they're not writing new business. I got you. Right? So they're not adding to the so portfolio. You go shop your premium and right. you, you used to have probably 10, 15 companies that would write a policy in the Dallas Fort Worth area. Okay. Right. We're going to talk about four yeah, specific counties right now. Cause Dallas, Tarrant, Denton and Colin are the ones that are having the issue. And it's all driven off of wind and rain, okay. wind and hail. Okay. Okay. Um, and so, when you have these availability issues, you go shopping used to, you get 10 different quotes back. Now you're getting two, three, maybe. And those companies are like, well, we're not going to write your business. Right. And right. they're like, well, why not? Well, if you're not the cream of the crop, they don't want you right now because they don't have the availability for you. Right. This will all get fixed when we build our reserves back up. Mm -hmm. But right now while reserves are tight, we're going to, we're going to reduce the number of claims you can have had in the past. And that's why, um, when I did the, the podcast with Cody and Eric, <clears throat> claims are such a big deal, right? I mean, if you don't have pristine credit and, and very few claims, you're not getting new homeowners insurance right now. Right. So you're stuck with what you're paying. And if you go up 40, 50%, you're going to have to eat it. And it's not fun right now. Wow. Um, this all will get better, but right now I would tell you, we're probably, um, you know, all States very, I'm going to say on the forthcoming of things. So we're all, we're always up front when we have rate increases, we're typically the first to take them. But what happens is, is when everybody's up shit Creek, mm -hmm. we're paddling back up Creek because we've already got, we've already weathered the storm. Right. And so <clears throat> right now I feel very strong that November, December, all States kind of turned the corner here. Um, we did take a, a recent rate change, which was a, a single digit rate change compared to the double digits we've been having. Mm -hmm. um, so when you see a, a single digit rate increase, you're like, okay, we can, we can sustain this. That also tells me things are turning around. Right. right? And so hopefully that's the last rate increase we have. Uh, it's, I call it 2024 because everybody's renewing in 2024, but yeah. um, hopefully that's the last auto rate increase homeowners. Um Man, with the availability issue we're having right now and the number of carriers that are not in the marketplace right now, taking active new customers, um, <clears throat> we're probably going to be in this for probably another six to 12 months, I would bet. Really? Yeah. But I mean, when prices go up, they don't often come down, right? Um, like, unless you're dealing with- <laughs> They you usually know, never come down. Right, right. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So, I mean- so you're, you're saying that we're going to come out of this as far as no more big hikes, right? Not necessarily that it's going to get significantly cheaper, but cost drives all this, right? If cost comes back down, the premiums will have to come back down because we're all regulated, right? Yeah. The, the, the state commissioner is not going to sit there and let them rake in record profits every year and not bring rates down. So if cost comes back down, rates will come back down. Yeah. Now to the 30 to 40, 50%, Probably not. Right. Right. Our cost has gone up. Our, our labor has gone up. Everything's gone up. Yeah. We're not, we're not, we haven't put our head in a hole thinking nothing's going on right now. Right. 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 <clears throat> so once we get through this storm during COVID, we had a supply issue. The supplies, the supply issues are getting fixed. Right. And so once you fix a lot of the, the supply chain and the, the log jam, everything else is going to fix itself out. Right? right. And so that's all kind of working itself out. But for homeowners, man, I've, I've been in this, like you said, 
I think this is my 25th year starting in January. Um, I went through the mold crisis in 2000, 2001. Oh, that mold crisis. We all remember that one. Dude, look, prices <laughs> doubled overnight. Yeah. Right? We yeah. went from $400 to $800, right? right and everybody right. was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Now the average homeowner premium, I'm going to tell you, uh, you, you see them come across your desk every day. They're yeah. $3,500, $4,000 average annual premium yeah. with, you know, a lot of those are 2% deductibles, yeah. right? Yeah. I, I completely, completely for my 25 year career have steered people away from 2% deductibles, yeah. right? It's not good for you when you have a claim. Yeah. Um, it's only good for you now. Right. And so you have to do a math equation. In the old days, when I would change somebody from a 1% to a 2% deductible, it would take you seven, eight years to save the difference in your deductible. Yeah. So a little math here. You have a thousand dollar deductible. I bump it to 2000 and you're saving a hundred dollars. It's going to take you 10 years to save that difference in deductible. Right. If we're all on the same page, then the math used to be seven to eight years. Right. Now, when I go do a change for somebody's deductible from 1% to 2%, they can recoup that difference in two to three years. Much quicker. Some of them are four to five years. Yeah. So we always do the math equation for them and we put it in front of them and say, Hey, look, when was the last time you had a, a roof claim? I can tell you, we, you've been with me 10 years. It was seven years ago on this policy, right? Yeah. So <clears throat> if every seven years you have a claim and you save your deductible every three years, you tell me what the best thing to do is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, now the other side of that is, is when the claim comes, you better have seven grand in your pocket. Yeah. Yeah. You got to have the money to be able to, to, to handle it. <laughs> so it's a double-edged sword. Yeah. Uh, we're going to get hit it with hail at some point in Texas, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Um, is it bad enough that makes you makes you need a new roof? Maybe, maybe not. Well, I was reading. So where this kind of kicked off for me a little bit is I was reading uh, in several places about it because they were saying, obviously, the percentage of increase, but some of the things they were attributing it to were, first off, they had a significant amount of weather events um, that have been ticking up um, for whatever you want to attribute it, attribute, it, attribute that to. But they have been ticking up, um, and especially in – uh, places like Florida and um, so I don't mean to cut you off. Let me kind of jump in on that real quick because okay. <clears throat> one thing happened for us in 2022, we had to renegotiate our what we call reinsurance. Okay. okay. And most people don't understand what reinsurance is, but when we had the massive wildfire in Hawaii, do you think all yeah. state and farmers and state farm, do you think we paid all those claims? No, heck no. No, we paid our portion just yeah. like you do your du deductible. Yeah. I right? call it a deductible. And then there's and a bigger insurance. We buy an insurance policy yeah. from the big guys. Yeah, yeah. Right. And so once we hit our, I don't know what you call it, 300 million, 200 million, whatever, whatever they set their limit at, um, then the reinsurance kicks in. Yeah. In 2022, the cost in Texas for reinsurance for Allstate went from 444 million, 444 million to 1.2 billion for one year. So it tripled. Yeah. in a one-year period yes right yes so when our cost continues to go up the cost of roofing yeah the cost of labor yep the cost of everything continues to go up and yep. it just multiplies then that gets passed on to the it consumer. gets passed on the consumer yeah 100 yeah no that's that look that's just the way it works man that's that's how i mean again good or bad that's how it works that's how it works um it, well and that was the thing it was it was talking about weather events and it was saying that um in 2023 that we had uh, well, if they went back, like talking the, about the number of storms, yeah, yeah, like the average had been for years, maybe like five. I think we hit our number in August. Ten, yeah, it, it hadn't been much, and then and, and the way they established these events were anything over a billion dollars is what they were looking at. Any any damages that were in, incurred, catastrophe. Yeah, it was like over a billion dollars, and in 2021 there were 18, I think it said, and then in 2022 there were 25. That occurred. And of course, you had the wildfires in Hawaii in 2022, and then you had the, or 2023. And then in 2022, you had the hurricane in Florida, which was like a six, it was like the second most expensive, uh, uh, you know, destructive event in the history of the country. It was like $65 billion. Yes. And that they say these, these weather events that keep causing, but it's not just because of the increased weather events, but it's also because the cost, like you said, right? The cost of everything Three has gone up. It was completely different. Right, because of inflation, because inflation has driven the cost of everything up. So they were saying just a just a standard run-of-the-mill, you know, uh, tornado event or hail event in the Midwest was now a billion-dollar event, you know, because of, of how expensive everything has gotten. I just look at Mansfield, right? Yeah. When, when, when I started in Mansfield 20 years ago, mm -hmm. There were a bunch of cows around here. Right. 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 Those cows aren't there anymore. They're no. rooftops. No. Right. Yeah, thousands so of homes. If we have a hailstorm that came through Mansfield that hit a bunch of farmland, yeah, is now hitting rooftops. Yeah. It's costing us more. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I, and 
people don't talk about some of the semantics that you know the growth is really what's oh no no that no absolutely it it was it was talking about how florida specifically because it was talking a lot a lot about florida and that there had been an an immigration over the last five years of like nine hundred and fifty thousand people or something like that to florida and you know again you have more houses you have more commercial buildings you have more people you have more things to insure so when everybody's moving to a high weather you know place that you're having hurricanes and floods and all kinds of stuff that's that's rushing through there you're gonna have more claims because it just costs more money to do that i count my blessings every day i'm not an insurance agent in florida or california well i mean a lot of you think our pulling out i I was just gonna say you think our availability issue is bad here yeah go to california yeah it's really bad go to florida yes the difference is in those two states is um everything's so heavily regulated yes when we go to take a rate increase we have regulators right right Right. and the regulators are there to make sure our rates are justifiable but also to protect protect the consumer yeah right yeah and so they're between a rock and a hard place because we need 30 percent increase yeah and the consumer's like that's that's absurd you can't give them 30 percent increase like well do you want to stay in business do you want to have that same insurance company to be able to, to to give you insurance yeah and so it's a really tough situation. So you get New York, you get California, very, very, very heavily regulated. California knows they're in a problem, right? Yes. They're, well, they just raised poli- their taxes. Their, their taxes. politicians know that insurance is becoming an availability issue yeah. and it looks bad on them, Yeah. right? Yeah. And so they are changing their their stance towards the insurance company to be able to allow them to take some rate increases. And they've recently allowed some rate increases that are substantial rate increases that are necessary but <clears throat> I personally think, unfortunately, the other, the other parts of the, the United States are paying for some of those states that aren't oh, allowing them yeah. to take the rates. Absolutely. No, right? I mean, it's it's spread across everybody. It's not just hit that. 100%. I'm going to take pull that mic a little bit closer because, like, you know, I know you like putting things in your mouth. You're going to be fine. Like, just get a little closer. <laughs> You're fine. Um but no, yeah, it's absolutely spread across everybody. I mean, that's just how it works. If you're a national, you know, insurance company and you're doing business in 50 states, well, then if you if you take hits in certain states, you're going to bleed it across everybody else. That's just, I mean, that's just the nature of business. Again, good or bad, it's just how that shit works. The man. good thing we have for us is Texas is such a big part of yeah. everything to every insurance company. Yeah. Right. I think for all stated that maybe 20, 20% of the company comes from Texas. I mean, our yeah. premiums here are huge. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and so they're not going to pull out of a market that is too important to them. Of course. Right? Yeah. They're going to figure it out. They're going to get with regulators. They're going to get with politicians. They're going to figure it out. Yeah. Um, and we have a massive GDP just in the state of Texas. They're not good. 100%. The, the big carriers aren't pulling out of here. We can't, we can't reduce the cost, no. right? We can do everything we can to reduce the cost. And sometimes when you see claims, you think they're being chintzy. They're doing their job to try to keep the fraud. They're trying to keep the, yeah. and you want to talk about fraud. I mean, man, the liability claims on, on bodily injury, just go do a little research on that. Everybody yeah. talks about the car parts, the roof parts, this and that. Go look at medical liability claims. Really? Ever since COVID, all these traveling nurses, they make a lot of money now, yeah. right? Yeah. And all that cost is bogging it down. And <clears throat> when that happens, every accident, I mean, go turn the radio on for 10 minutes and tell me how many lawyer yeah. Yeah. commercials you get. Yeah, there's a I lot guarantee of you in 10 there. minutes, it's probably going to be 10. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. And so they're all they're all begging for the free dollar right and mm-hmm. when you get hit you're entitled to this you're entitled to that right well in my world the only thing i'm entitled to is get up and going to work right and and, <laughs> and and i'm lucky if i have that job but that's yes. up to me to keep it yes right yes yes there's no entitlement in this world but we're teaching everybody there's entitlement and these attorneys are really really bad right now yeah the liability part of it i guarantee you when you talk about inflation and you say that that we peaked out at 9.45 whatever the percentage was the insurance inflation two years in a row was over 30%. Mm-hmm. So 2022 and 2023, you're talking 30% inflation for insurance related issues. Yeah. Where do you think, where do you think your premiums are going to go? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's go. nowhere else for them to go. Yeah. Well, and it does, you know, and, and this is on a bigger thing and I don't really want to go farther down rabbit hole on this one, but, but <laughs> we could get there. real. Yeah, quick, right? I know. I know. We, we have those private conversations on our own, but, but the, the, and this isn't, you know, uh, an all state thing or a state farm thing or, uh, or insurance thing. This is a, any large company thing is, you know, they're beholden to shareholders. And 100%. so therefore the thing that is not going to suffer is their profit. profit. Their profit is not going to suffer. They're going to keep it up. And if they can get it higher and they can raise it, then they will, you know what I mean? And well, look, we went nine quarters with losses. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We, we, we understand losses. Yeah. 
they're going to recoup those losses. Yes, yes, right? yes, they are. And yeah. so talking about the reserves, right? I yeah. mean, these big insurance companies went from billions of dollars. We lost tens of billions of dollars in reserves. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which has caused this log jam of availability. Yeah. Um, and so I can't tell you how heartbreaking it is. I mean, I, I'm I'm not joking. I mean, my staff goes to a beating every day. Oh right? yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, you guys get beat up because y'all are just on the y'all are on the y'all are the boots on the ground that's having to deal with the customers that are pissed 100%. because they're in, like I, I mean, you told me the story about you know ladies that have called old ladies that have called you and like they're on fixed incomes and they can't afford this kind of boost and you're having to. I mean, what do you tell them? Like because that. This is another thing that I don't think a lot of people understand fully is that, um, and I think it's the same everybody, but you can clarify for me, but Brad Bingham does not control the premiums that you pay for your Allstate Dude, insurance. Dude, I got a magic wand in my pocket, buddy. <laughs> right, right. Don't so, you know I wave it on my premium every day? Yes. So you are just passing on and trying to explain what the company is providing. And this is the same. And I'm an educator, Mike. Yes. So, so talk a little bit about, just so everybody understands how this works, because I don't think everybody really fully gets it. Is and this is the same, I think, pretty much for everybody, for every insurance company that there is, it's not just all state farmers, Liberty Mutual, all of them. Um, the 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 powers that be from above send down your pricing. Here's what you can the charge. ivory tower, the speaks. ivory tower speaks, and then you can now, you know, and this is where you can get really get into the weeds for me here is the a la carte part where now because it used to be you'd get this and this is what you got, and that was it. And now, because the cost has gotten so out of control and companies are trying to adjust for it, now they're pulling coverage is out now they're taking things away to make the number look better no, but you're losing coverage agents are doing that right, right. Not companies well that's what i mean agents yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they give you the options right the agent if you have a good agent i'm gonna tell you being an agent 25 years i think now is more important to have an agent than it's ever been yes right because yeah. you can navigate through this insurance rabbit hole all day long just this morning i was i was i was gonna be late this morning i had a friend from school call me um his daughter goes to school with aiden and uh, he calls me up. It's like, man, my mom, my wife shopped all day yesterday and they've got all my records wrong and they've got all this jacked up. And I was like, let me just run a quote for you. Right. Yeah. It took me 10 minutes. The stuff that all these people are telling him on his, on his record are not on the record. And we write the policy for him in about 10 minutes. Right. And he's like, God, why don't we just call you yesterday? He goes, we went through all this. We sit down and Wendy goes, isn't Aiden's dad an insurance agent? Why don't we call him? And they were pulling their hair out, literally yeah. pulling their hair out. Yeah. Um, and so it's rewarding to be able to help people. Yeah. Right. And right now we're saving people big money. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's, it's not 20, 30, 40 bucks. I mean, yeah. sometimes it's two, 300 bucks a month. Oh no. I'm, it, I've sent you multiple people that I've gotten quotes from, from other places and I get the number and I'm still adjusting myself to quoting this stuff Me too. to try. And I, I'm not, I'm not quoting insurance, but I'm just trying to give them a right, ballpark right. on what it's going to cost. Have to. That's part of your job. Yeah. Yeah. And in my ballpark is way off these days. I've had to have had to correct that. Um, but then I send them over to you and yeah, it's 1500 bucks, $2,000 less in many cases. I mean, we had one recently where, um, the client, uh, I guess they had a claim or there was a perception of a claim that the, the property it had, which is, that's a new thing, right? Where now if you're buying a house and that house has had claims on it previously as the new owner, you can be held to the insurance on that in certain companies, at certain least certain companies. Yes. Certain. Companies, yes. Yes. Yeah, they can set whatever guideline they want. Yeah, and yes, that that does happen. Yeah, which that blew my mind. Like I couldn't believe that that there this particular. Company, I don't want to say it blows my mind because it could happen to me tomorrow. Sure. But right now it doesn't. Yes, right now you don't have to deal with it, but it doesn't mean you won't in the future. That's true. Um, but anyway, going back to uh, how to look at coverages. So explain how they used to do it versus what's happening now more and more in the industry with the a la carte method and how they're breaking it. Down. It's not a ton different. Okay. Uh, I, when we sell a policy in my office, we sell what we would buy. Okay. Right. So when we're doing a quote, we're putting on there what we would buy. Right. Right. Now, when we go through the quote with a customer, I tell them, look, this is what we put on here because this is what we would purchase, but it's your choice whether you want it or not. Gotcha. So if you want to take off the sewer backup, which is 90 bucks a year for the best coverage, take your 90 bucks off a year. Right. right. If you need it, I'm going to document. You told me to take it off. Yes. Right. We yes. had this conversation. Yes. But I'll take it off for you. Yeah. We'll save you the 90 bucks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so yes, we do have control over, over those types of things, but your policies are going to come with a, a dwelling coverage, a structure coverage, your contents coverage. Um, you can get replacement cost or non-replacement cost. If you get non-replacement cost, if it's not more expensive, 
substantially by replacement costs. What is, explain what replacement and non-replacement cost is. Replacement cost is very simple. You buy a TV today, five years down the road, it was $2,000 when you bought it. Now it's worth 200 bucks, okay. right? Actual cash value policy, which is not replacement cost, is going to pay you 200 bucks. Mm -hmm. Replacement cost is going to pay you 3000 if it costs 3000 to go replace that same TV to buy today. today. Okay. That's correct. Okay. So buying new, buying used. Right. Gotcha. Okay. okay. So um, if it, I see these policies come across my desk all the time and, and your structure, your roof substantially needs to have replacement costs, right? Yes. If you put a 2% deductible on non-replacement costs, you're not covering your roof. Yes. And the insurance company would love you. Yes. Right. Because 65 to 70% of your rate is for your roof. Yeah. So if I can exclude that out of your situation here, she I got, can, don't you got like a silent mode on that thing? Those uh, guys I'm, blowing I'm, up all bad. over the place. My bad. <laughs> um, so, um, Replacement cost is super important, yeah. right? And when it comes to contents, if you don't have it, you have a claim, a $50,000 claim can become a $10,000 claim very quickly because right. they will depreciate it, right? Right. right. Um, and so when you're saving $89 a year, yeah, don't take the $89, right? buy it. Right. Well, it, it goes back into the whole thing. It was always the case where if it sounds too good to be true you and it's significantly cheaper, it is. I mean, again, we had another client who... Uh, had gone with another company or looked at them and you, we had reviewed the policy and you realized on the roof, which blew my mind that they didn't have the replacement costs for the roof, which is why the premium was so much cheaper. And you, you had tried to explain the client and I, I can't remember. Did they end up going? I think they ended up staying. I can't even remember. I can't remember, I can't remember. because There's the price. So many, Mike. Yes, I know the, the, the cost is so much less, but that's the type of stuff. And, and that's where the agent part comes back into such a big play because and I tell this to anybody that that I work with, and when we talk about insurance, because I talk about it all the time, is um, you know if you're going to do you know your car, I guess I, I still don't agree with it, but you know if you're going to do the Geico's and the in the one eight hundred of the world, the progressives, fine, you know just whatever. It, it's your car. Mike, I shaved for you last night. I trimmed the beard down because I didn't want to come here look like the caveman. I know, I know, I know. So <laughs> I don't agree with it, but fine if that's what you need to do. But when it comes to your house. You have to have an agent because there's so many moving parts to it and those business models are built so the the 1-800 callers are built to make it complicated they want to make it very difficult for you to make a claim they want you to have to talk to 10 people they want you to have to remember six different numbers that you're going to have to give them every single time i think you're wrong i think they want to make it simple uh-huh but they don't want to give you coverage okay right okay so they'll get you on they'll, they'll get you on the hook uh -huh. with that two percent deductible right. or non-replacement cost and then you'll come in the agent's office and we'll go through the policy with you and like do you know what you bought and they're like not really and i'm like they didn't go over your coverages with you and they're like well no they just told me what my price was yeah and i'm like well you know they didn't give you this and they didn't give you that and if you have a roof claim it's nine thousand dollars out of your pocket they're like no we never discussed that and yeah. i'm like i don't know how these people sleep at night yeah right yeah I take my melatonin. I sleep pretty good at night, right? <laughs> but it, it, it amazes me when I see this stuff. And unfortunately, we are creatures of um, me, me, me. Mm -hmm. um, and if I can pay my bills today off of your ignorance, ignorance, yeah, then a lot of people will do that. Happens that way often. Right. Um, I tell happens. people all the time. I'm like, look, I'm not for you. Maybe this is the right person for you. Yeah. Right. Because I might know. Yeah. Um, and so. <sighs> It's been frustrating the last two years. I've pulled a lot of hair out. I've got a lot of gray hair. Mm -hmm. um, I, I feel I feel really bad for my staff. Yeah. Uh, because they take they take the beating every day. Yeah. Um, and then they got to put a smile on and sell the next customer. Mm -hmm. um, it makes it very difficult, but they do a very good job, right? Yeah. They're very educated. Um, having a staff is or having a an agent to you that's not educated is no good to you. Right. Yeah. They're just another salesperson. Yeah. Right. If they can educate you, fantastic. But if you can't get educated from your your insurance agent. You need one that'll take the time, first of all, yeah. right? Um, and when it comes time for a claim, I tell people all the time, call me first, yeah. right? With a with a with a $9,000 deductible, if we got $2,000 worth of repairs, don't file that claim because yes. it stays on your record forever. Yeah, cuz once you file it, you're 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 ain't going nowhere, yeah. right? Yeah. Um so um I don't think that the policies have really been cut down. I think the agents are starting to say, Hey, I'll take this coverage off because it's cheaper mm -hmm. and people are just looking for cheaper right now. Yeah. Yeah. Whichever. I mean, everybody is, it's, everything's getting more. I mean, look, according to the news, the economy's doing great. Like we're all, we're don't all you know, billionaires and uh, the stock market's through the roof and like crypto's going bananas. Um, but yet it seems like the general person is, seems to be struggling a little bit, but uh, 
but yes, everybody is trying to cut costs. They are trying to minimize things as much as possible. But again, what you guys do that a lot of companies don't do is you, it goes back to the education piece because I mean, I look, I tell people and agents that I work with all the time, like, you know, a big, we, we do this job every single day. People buy houses three or four times in their life, right? So when they go through this process, it's not something that they've gone through many, many times before. So you have to re-educate it the entire time because there's a lot of uncertainty and a lot of stress involved with it. But it's a big transaction. And people, when I talk to them, are generally willing to listen because this is a big deal, right? It's harder for you and your staff because, look, I hate insurance. As far as I'm concerned, it's just like if Susan never comes Mike, to talk to I me. I hate insurance. <laughs> I know. <laughs> if she ever wants to talk, I'm like, I don't care. Just do whatever. It's just, you know, so when, but y'all do a great job of, of walking through stuff with the clients and making sure that they understand every piece that's covered and why, because if you don't understand it and you, and you know, I guess the good thing is, is you don't need to understand it every single day of your life. You just need to understand it when these premiums are coming up and renewing, but, but you got to ask questions. And unfortunately, you know, the, the, the common consumer is more interested in cat videos on TikTok than they are about finding out, you know, what kind of coverage they are protected against. So they don't lose their ass, you know, in, in six months when they get well, a hundred bucks, they saved a hundred bucks a month, but it's that, <laughs> you know, it's that short-term gain kind of a thing or uh, that you don't feel the long-term hit. So, yeah. Um, but, but y'all do a great job of explaining that to people and walking them through it, which when you go to the non-agent models, when you're dealing with the 1-800 folks, they're not going to do that. Um, and more often than not, you know, if you don't ask the question, they, they ain't answering it. No. And they're paying, they're paying their one, eight, their call center guy, you know, 10 bucks an hour and they have a script in front of them and they're answering the questions. He doesn't have a license. He has no license. He falls under the, the mothership he, license. He's been doing it for about six months, maybe, you know, until he's he may be go, at home in his underwear. Right. Yeah, probably, <laughs> probably. But, but that's where it, it, it comes to, comes to a point where you have to make sure that when, when this is such a big, it can be such a big impactful thing. And, and unfortunately, hopefully it's not, what is it? What are y'all saying? Nobody cares about insurance until you need it or what is no, that? Like a lawyer. Yeah. Yeah. It's like nobody, nobody cares about it until it happens and you That's have right. to get it, but, um, but it's important. So, all right. So let's specifically talking about real estate. Um, if you were talking to realtors and, and I know you work with a lot of agents here metro in the area as well, but what are you like, what would you tell agents today? Because here's the problem that we're running into that we see more and more and more. And, and I know this, so I mitigate a lot of this up front, but I hear horror stories now and they're coming up more often is somebody finds a house, right? And when I qualify somebody for a mortgage more often than not, you know, not all the time, but they're close on their numbers, their numbers <clears throat> on what they can qualify for. Cause if I, if I tell them they can get this, they want to go get that. Right. So we're, we're, we're tied on numbers sometimes, and we're trying to keep our payment within range because that's what we qualify them on as a payment, not a purchase price. And into the payment goes their principal and interest. It goes their taxes. It goes their insurance. It goes their mortgage insurance. Well, I know the mortgage insurance because it's easy to figure out. Once we pick the house, I know the taxes. It's very easy to figure out. And once we know what their terms of their loan are, that's really easy to figure out. So those three components. But you're throwing the dart in the dark at the insurance price right now. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Like, and, and there's no more calculation. You can just say, no. put this calculation in there and come No, up And especially because credit plays such a big role and even former claims now that I have no knowledge of, there's no way that I could possibly know. It may not even be your claim. Yeah. It may not have anything to do with them. That's going to hit this. So, so I I'm running into like, okay. And I've heard people call me and say, I was fine. I was qualified. Everything worked out. I went to go get my insurance on this house and it was, it was $7,000 a year. It was $200 more a month than they had told me. And now I don't qualify for the house. What am I going to do? So, so have you run into this and what are you telling agents to like every day? Okay. So, so what's your, what's your guidance to the, to the realtor crew out there on what to do about this? Well, so when this all kind of started, I've, I've got my network of people and I, I picked up the phone and called them and I told them, I'm like, look, First thing you do when you get a property is, you know, you're pre-qualified. You know that. Yeah. Pick up the phone and get an insurance quote. Yeah. That day. Immediately. Immediately. Don't wait till last minute. Don't wait till last minute. Don't get all, outside your option period. They'll wait. Connor asked to know where we got all the gray hair. Look, I just have gray hair here. <laughs> I'm beautiful and pristine up on the top. Uh, uh, that's funny. You, old, got, you got kids. You'll be there one day. Old, oh, yeah. He's got them. They're showing up on him. It just it just shows up <laughs> in different spots. Uh, he's a jokester. Yes, he is. Um distracted me what we're oh doing. sorry uh so you're talking to realtors about oh, yeah. getting that quote uh, right away get it right away uh -huh. um ask the questions do yeah. you see any claims on the property do you see any insurability issues um have the roof inspected we've talked about this yeah. I, I, with cody and eric all the time yeah 
have the roof inspected, right? If you're an insurance, I'm sorry, if you're a realtor, do the due diligence for your customers. On the listing side. Either way. Yeah. Buyers yeah. listing, I don't care. Yeah. If you list a property, have a roofer come out and do get them a report. It's free. They don't it's usually free. charge you. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And any roofer is going to jump to go do it for you. Yes. Um, But as a buyer as well. Yeah. First thing you do, send, send a, do your inspections, but send a roofer, not an inspector. Yeah. Right. Because the roofer is going to tell you a little bit different. An inspector is going to tell you is the is the roof functioning? Yes. Right. When it, when it rains, does the water shed? Right. And that's pretty much every roof. Right. Right. But a roofer is going to get up there and say, do you have prior damage? Right. A new roof is always going to be cheaper for you to insure because it's less risk. Right. If I have a brand new roof compared to a ten year old roof, we get a marble size storm. A brand new roof is going to live through that storm. A ten year old storm could beat that up. Yeah. The premium's going to align with the risk. You got a higher risk. We're going to pay a higher premium. So, um, if there is damage there. Work with the the buyers and the sellers. Make it a cl a collaborative uh, event, mm -hmm. um, and educate the people. Right? We're not doing this because we hate you and we want you to put a roof on. Right? right? It, there's reasons for this, but find your home. Right? Let's get your home under contract. Let's get your insurance taken care of. Then we can handle it all in the background after everybody's mm -hmm. run records and we have less claims. Blah blah blah. Right? 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 There's not an insurance company out there that doesn't want a brand new roof. Right? Okay. Yeah. Um, so if you just, if you can just communicate really well with the other agent, everybody knows the same situation we're in here. Mm -hmm. Let's work for a common goal here. You know what? Educate your consumer what a 2% deductible is. Yeah. Right. And if they're okay with a 2% deductible, I hate to say that I'm okay with it, but if the math makes sense, nowadays I raise my deductible, right? Yep. I did the math and it made sense to yep. me, right? Yep. I can afford it when it comes time. I don't want to afford it, but I can. Right. Um, so to me, if you just get back to the education part of it, right, is we as an insurance agent, as a realtor these days, there's a lot more to educate people about. Yes. There really is. Well, now right? they're paying attention because the cost is so much different too. hundred percent. Yes. hundred percent. Well, and even on the seller side, you know, when you're listing a home, if, if you get the roof checked out and you get it inspected, you know, as an agent, I guess you could say, well, I'm opening a can of worms if now this roof isn't going to be insurable and my, my client's going to have to make I a claim. I get it. That's what they say. But but what you don't understand is that it's going to come up either way. If the roof is bad enough, when you either in the inspection you or- You want to sell the house one time or you want to sell the house five times. Exactly. Exactly. So it's like, those are hard conversations and those are things that you have to talk to your seller about and say, hey, look, this is something we need to do. The good realtors have the hard conversation. Yes. Yes. And it it makes it a, a challenge, but if you have that conversation, it takes it takes all the stress out of everything going forward. And on the buyer side, if you're not getting the roof looked at ahead of time and you're not getting it inspected before you get out of your option period, then when you go to try to get insurance on that house, either A, your premium can be through the roof because the that you can't afford. no pun intended, because it's so because the roof's so bad, or do, are they still doing the, they come out a month later after you close and then they're like, oh yeah, you're not insurable. Is that still happening as well? So explain, explain that. I mean, every insurance company is going to inspect what they write. Right. Right. And so inspections used to happen before closing. And uh -huh. so we would know before closing. Yeah. Well, the, the guidelines mm -hmm. for underwriting in Texas, I think is 90 days. So an underwriting period starts when the policy starts uh -huh. 90 days, you have an underwriting period. As long as you inspect within that 90 day period, if it doesn't pass inspection, you can get off the risk. Once you pass that 90 day period, you're on the risk, yeah. right? If they don't pay their premium or you come back out on a new inspection and they got some issues on a different inspection, you could non renew for those types of things. But, but once you're on that risk for 90 days, you're, you're on it. Right. So that inspection happens in 90 days. We got a bad roof. We got some rotten siding. We got some, whatever the broken window, whatever the issue is, the insurance company comes back and says, until this issue is fixed, we're not going to insure the property, mm -hmm. right? So they give you a time frame. Yeah. Now what we're seeing a lot with a lot of these carriers are trees. Trees are becoming a large issue. Really? Um, and so I'm sure some of your realtors, if they watch this, they'll come across this or they've been across this. Like, I know what he's talking about. Mm -hmm. So some of these insurance companies, if you have trees that overhang the roof, mm -hmm. ain't going to write you a policy. Really? Stupidest thing I've ever heard of. Okay. Right. So you haven't come to look at my house yet, have you? <laughs> <laughs> All states not this way. Okay, great, right? great, great. All states not this way. Now, if the trees are rubbing the roof, yeah, different story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But if it's overhanging the, the the roof line, yeah, some of these insurance companies are getting off the risk, and it's absolutely ludicrous. Really, right? Um, there's another, you know, for people that can't get insurance, yes, there is a safe place. Okay, right? it's called the Texas Fair Plan. Right. 
we haven't written the, written the Texas Fair Plan. Mold, uh, mold crisis, we wrote a lot of Texas Fair Plan because of some availability issues like we're having now. But um, one of my staff, Joanne, was talking to the Texas Fair Plan that day because she was doing a quote. Um, the coverage is not as good as a normal policy, but they will give you coverage so you can get closed if you want to buy that house. She's talking to the Fair Plan lady, and there she's like, man, we've never been this busy. We're writing hundreds of thousands of policies. We've never written this many policies, and it's because there's no availability. Mm -hmm. They have gone up and up and up on rates. Coverage is not what it is on a normal homeowner policy, but they're just throwing them on the books right now. Right. Because if you've got two or three claims, you don't have an option. Right. It's the fair plan. Yeah. So we'll, we'll stick you with a fair plan. We will, we will mark you for when those guidelines change to call you, Mm -hmm. or if your, your guideline, or let's say your claim was three years and now it's five years, we can write you. We'll move you away from the fair plan over to an all state policy, but, that's our only uh, fail safe right and now. Do you say the fair plan is a national thing? It's a state. It's a state yep. thing. Texas, it, for Texas, Texas fair plan. Uh-huh. Well, I know that there were, uh, and I'd seen that in the article I read too, that there were like Florida had a state option and they were coming up with these. But I mean, I'm assuming that those are more expensive. Not necessarily because okay. the coverage isn't as good. Coverage is not yeah, good. Okay. Yeah. So you're just paying more out of pocket if you have. You're probably claims. paying the same for less coverage. Gotcha. 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 Right. Okay. But it's, but it's something. It's something. It's something that will get you closed on the house. Right. That's not nothing, but, um, but the expense is still there. So, um, all right. So if, if you have a seller, um, get the roof inspected. If you are a buyer, get the roof inspected because all of this stuff is going to impact your premiums. Now, are there, are there certain coverages when you're looking at any kind of, you know, in, insurance costs, especially as it relates to their house. Are there things that you absolutely have to have? Are there things that you really don't need maybe or, or extra that fluff that people throw in there? You know, it's like what gold. you have to have is, is what the mortgage company tells you you have to have. Okay. Right. Wind and hail. Yeah. Usually not more than 2%. Some of them let you go to up to 5%. Depends on the borrower. Yeah. I guess. They've, they've, they've actually loosened the restrictions on that quite a bit. Um, okay, they'll, they'll let you go pretty high. Now, They'll let you go higher on deductibles if you have if you can prove you have reserves. Right. So if you have money in the bank that you can yeah, cover right. the cover, then yeah. you can do it. Yeah. Um, and so I got lost again. Uh, just to co- like the types of like specific oh, types of coverages. So as long as the lender is okay with it, there's no things you have to have. Right? Okay. All policies are going to come with a dwelling coverage. Yeah. They're going to come with other structure coverage. If you take the other structure coverage off, it doesn't save you any money. Well, right? okay. Instead of have to have, I'm really more asking like from Brad's point of view, what do you need? <sighs> goodness um what do you not want to not have water damage okay right you want wind and hail yeah obviously obviously um you want replacement cost yep you want water damage um you want and what does water damage cover really because it doesn't does it cover pipe bursting in your house 100 okay yep. is there something that it doesn't cover i guess it's not flood it depends on what you what you consider water right okay. you've got different you got different levels of water you've got um uh, some policies that have water full 100% coverage. Some yeah. of them limit to 5,000, 25,000. They'll put a limit on your water coverage. The amount of money. The amount of okay. money. Most all policies cover a sudden and accidental discharge of water. A okay. pipe breaks, your your hot water heater bust, the, the line comes out. Look, of, sudden and accidental sudden discharge, and accidental of water. discharge of water. That is the term <laughs> from the policy. Okay. 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 Um, then funny. you have policies that don't cover what they call a seepage and leakage. It's it's been seeping for a period of time. I don't know about it. Yeah. Not covered. Right. right. It's not sudden and accidental. There are companies that have endorsements for that. If it's affordable, buy it. Right. If it's not available, you can't get it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but the and then then you've got your your let's call it drain water issues. Okay. Most of your drain water issues are typically not covered. Your your pipe bust under your house because it's a drain and it wore out over time. Okay. It collapses. That's typically not covered. Okay. Right. But if you have a supply line that comes to the house, you get a slab leak. We have to go below the slab to fix that. Most policies cover that. Some policies don't cover that. Right. Okay. So foundation coverage can be important. Most of the time they reroute those issues now instead of busting foundations. It's a lot less expensive to fix those issues now. But when the insurance company had an open pocketbook for them, it used to cost fifteen, twenty thousand dollars. Wow. Right. Now, now you can get it fixed for two to two to three grand. Oh, so things are getting cheaper in some places. <laughs> no, it's just there's no coverage for it. Right. So right, the insurance yeah. is not paying. Yeah, the insurance isn't paying. Um, and so foundation coverage, if you can get it, if it's affordable, get it. Um, and then um as far as sewer backup coverage you you see that on policies it's part of water damage coverage but it, it originates off of your property from a sewer line the city line backs up into your house um and it can happen it's not fun it's nasty yeah right oh, yeah nobody wants sewage in their home no yeah. and so some of the policies cover that some of them don't we have an endorsement we put on every one of our policies if you don't want it on there i told you earlier it's 90 bucks take it off if you don't want it yeah i put it on there for 90 yeah. bucks i'll offer it to you yeah right yeah 
So other than that, I mean, all your policy is going to cover your fire and your theft and the, the, the normal basic perils that your policy comes with. Yeah. So um, you're buying a homeowner policy in Texas. There's no magic piece of coverage that you really want. You just want your roof covered. You want it re- with replacement costs. If you're willing to take a two or 3% deductible, that's your business, yeah. right? If you can afford it and you're okay with saving the premium on your insurance, save the money. Yeah. Well, and especially if, do the if, math. if you understand, if they explained it to you, yeah. if, if you're aware of what, what they're telling you to do, are you seeing any, um, I don't want to, I mean, shady is the wrong word, but are you seeing any hundred percent? Okay. What are you seeing? The deductible. Out, I mean, the deductible. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it, it, we will talk to people. We'll do a quote. I yeah. mean, it, it, it amazes me. We have, we'll do a quote for a customer and uh-huh. we'll pull them up in the system. They've gotten five all state quotes today. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, folks, if you buy the same coverage and the agents do the things the right way, the same way, it's all the same the price. price is the same. Yes. Right. So don't waste your time calling 10 agents, but the people that do, and they'll find an agent that puts an age roof as a 2022 or 2023 when it's a 10 year old roof, Yeah, they're going to save them some money. And yeah. so there are those agents out there that will do that. Okay. We do quotes all the time. The other staff gets into our quote. They change our stuff, change our age of roof. Even within the company, they're getting within the, Oh man. Our, some of our biggest competition is within the company. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. Um, and then they go to a 2% deductible and they don't even have a conversation. They're just cheaper. Yeah. yeah. Right. Because that's they what they want to see. They wave their magic wand and here we are, we're cheaper. Hey, look, right? I experience it myself. They, they, That's just what they see and that's what they like. They like that's less right. money. Yeah. That's right. So right now for my staff, it's really frustrating because they do a quote. They work very hard. They work on commission, right? Not straight commission, but that's yeah. part of their compensation, part of it, yeah. right? And so they do a really good job of educating and selling a customer. They call another agent. They change our stuff. They tell them we did it wrong. And all they did was change the age of roof yep. or put a 2% deductible. Yeah. And so we call those customers back and we tell them, Hey, are you aware you bought a 2% deductible? And you would be shocked how many say we didn't even discuss deductible. They're like, what is it? What do you mean? What's yeah. a, what's a deductible? What's a deductible? What's a de- 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 well, don't you pay the deductible? <laughs> no, sir. No, sir. That's, that's your responsibility. Um, and hey. so that makes it very frustrating, especially yeah. for my staff. Yeah. yeah. You know, we lose business over somebody else being cheaper because they're not doing the right coverage. I tell them, do it the right way, yeah. sleep good at night, take care of your customer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and if, and again, if you're explaining it to them and you're showing them and you're telling them why they need it and all that kind of stuff. And that's where, I mean, I, I experienced that on my business too. It's like, if you, if you walk through everything with them, then at least when they're going to shop you to talk to somebody else, they're going to ask the right questions. You know, if, you, if you're telling them this stuff, they're going to say, okay, what's my deductible? Do I have this coverage? Mike, you know? I love working with lenders like you because when you send it over to me, right. And the quote on the homeowners is 250 bucks. Yeah. Right. And their competition is quoting them a hundred bucks a month. Yeah. They're like, I'll tell them, I'm like, so why don't you call that guy back and ask him where he's going to get that hundred dollar a month insurance at? Yeah. Right. He goes, well, we could do a 5% deductible. I'm like, well, can you afford a 5% deductible? Yes. Right. Yeah, you want to so pay that much When out. you set the expectations for us legitimately, yeah. it makes everything easier. But when they got to go explain a $250, my insurance is $350. I quoted you a hundred dollars. How do you get yourself out of that? Yeah. Well, I'm not quoting 250 anymore. Now I'm like at 300 <laughs> these days. It's like blowing my mind. It's I like, know, oh man. my gosh, know, you know, me. it's and that like it used to, I would say, oh, your insurance. Now I'm like, look, I, now I'm even, my conversation used to be, you know, insurance is going to fluctuate depending on the carrier you use, but it's not going to fluctuate much, maybe 25, 30 bucks, you know, not dramatically, but use whoever you want, whoever you feel comfortable with, blah, 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 blah. But now I'm like, look, I, I don't know. Here's about what I think it's going to be, but you could have claims. The house could have claims, depending on the carrier you're providing. The one thing, and this is the thing I'm telling them now. I'm like, the one thing I will tell you that you need to do is whoever you pick for insurance, make sure that they explain everything that they're covering and what they're doing for you. And if they don't, then run away as fast as possible and talk to somebody else. It's good advice. Because it's not, it's, it's just. Have that hard conversation. Man, there's so many moving parts now that it's just, it's just unbelievable. Um, So. On a consumer side of things, what, you know, obviously credit. So you can talk a little bit about that, but things of that, that nature, what, what can an individual do to make sure that they're. Have a relationship with your agent. Okay. That's, that's what you can do as a yeah. consumer, because most of them, they look at us as a commodity. Right. They really do. Yeah. Right. And <clears throat> I like to know. Like my call you and have a beer. Or... <laughs> they're welcome to, right. I have coffee yeah. at the house. I have yeah. coffee at the office. I, my door's open all the time. I'm yeah. at the office most of the time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, Yes. Why not? Yeah. Right. Why not? Why not know who you do business with? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I had a, a guy that was having a roof claim the other day. Um, he was having some difficulties with it. I went out to his house. I sat down in the living room with him while the adjuster did his thing. And he looked at me and he's like, Brad, 
I've never had service like this. Yeah. Right. I, yeah. I can't do that for every customer if you're down in South Texas, but if, if you're local and I can help you, I'm going to help you. Right. Yeah. Have an agent that you have a relationship with. If I, if, if the agent knows you, they're going to want to go above and beyond to help you out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And they do everything they can to connect with you. If you don't connect back, it, it's, it's, it's on you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so have a lot of customers that have great relationships with me. They don't want to deal with my staff. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. a, that's a problem because I have very, very, very good staff. Yes. Right. I pay them very well for what they do yeah. and they're fantastic at it. Um, but they want to call you, but they want to call me and yeah. I'm okay with that. That's right. right. I've got my sure. cell phone on me. You sure. know that yep. um, they call me, we have conversations at, at Joanne or, or Courtney or one of the girls is like, Brad, they just want to talk to you. And I'm like, I'm okay with that. That's fine. Just get a number. I'll call them back. Yes. Right. Um, so just have a relationship. And when, when things do change, I tell my, I tell my girls all the time, they just want to know why. Yeah. Right. It is our job. Things have changed. We know why they don't know why. Let's explain to them why. So yeah. just like what we're talking about here today, have these conversations and, and our conversations have gone from on renewals from, you know, two, three, four minutes, taking the payment, doing this, doing that half to, an hour, oh 45 gosh, minutes. No. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you just look at the timeline, you've been on the phone, like goodness gracious, but yeah. when you but get yes, done, you they're do. appreciative, yeah. right? They yeah. get it. They understand. And they may shop you, but they may not shop you. Yeah. Right. And if they shop you and they're not saving two, three, 400 bucks, they're going to be like, Brad's worth every penny of that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and so as a consumer to me, just knowing your insurance agent, having a relationship with them, um, I, I got customers that drop by and bring us cookies and, and, yeah. and brownies and, and, and it's just because they enjoy when they pick up the phone and call us and they're having an issue, we can make that go away for them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, obviously having credit, better credit gives you a better premium in most cases. Um, when you were talking earlier about making claims, right. And, and everybody, well, I have insurance. I want to make a claim. It's like, well, hang on. Like, let, let's figure out first how much that claim is going to cost you. It goes versus, back to having that relationship. Man, yeah. If you have a claim, pick up the phone, you call your agent say, this is what I got going on. What yeah. is my coverage? Yeah. Right. And we're not adjusters. We can't tell you you're covered for this. You're covered for that. We can't tell you you have coverage for a claim, but we can tell you what your perils, your policy covers. So we can determine if it's possibly like likely it's covered or it's not likely covered. If it's not likely covered, don't file it. Right. Um, then we can go over your deductible. We can figure out how much damage you got. You don't have to file a claim right now. Yeah. Right. You can file it tomorrow. You can file it a week from now. Do your due diligence to make sure the claim is worth it to you financially. Because if you have certain types of claims on your policy, you're going to lose a claim free discount. Right. right? So there's an impact to your policy plus your deductible. If your impact is $6,000 and it costs you $5,200 to fix it yourself, I'm going to advise you to fix it yourself. Yeah. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. You can file that claim. Yeah. But you're going to save yourself 800 bucks over a three, four five year period. What right. do you want to do? Right. Well, okay. So you said the, no, and that's why the credit situation comes into a big factor. Okay. What they're predicting when they use credit is not your credit worthiness, right? They're looking at your claim potential. potential. Okay. Yes. So if, if I have a $6,000 claim or a $5,200 claim, and my immediate out of pocket is 3000, but over the five year period, it's going to be $6,000. Somebody in financial needs is going to file that claim. Right. Somebody who's not in a financial uh, situation or, or need is going to probably pay that out of pocket if they take advice, if they understand things, gotcha. if they're educated. Gotcha. That's what the credit That's score what the comes credit down scores. to. Okay. I right? got you. I got you. It's not. Are you good? Are you credit good? Are you yeah. Credit bad? Yeah. It's, are you going to file a claim? Or are you going to file a claim? Do you have financial they can hardship? Predict that. Yeah. Well, I mean, you get enough data with stuff, they can predict things pretty 100%. darn accurately 100%. now. Um, that's, that's crazy. Is there. Um, I mean, you know, we talked about insurance costs are not going to keep going up, hopefully, if after these reserves are put in and but if more weather stuff, we and, got a I mean, lot of reserves to build back, buddy. Yeah, yeah, there's there's a little while. Um, but is there anything else that's that's coming on the horizon that, you know, that'll that'll ease some of this or is it man, what I think is going to happen and it's already happening. Um, you know, I've got family that's independent agents, so I know what's happening in the, in the independent world. Yeah, they don't have anybody to write insurance through right now. Yeah. Right. They got about two or three carriers that they can write insurance through. If they got trees over the roof, ain't happening, buddy. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and so what is happening is instead of giving the customer the option to raise deductibles, farmers is renewing their customers at one and a half percent deductibles. Automatically. Going, automatically. There's no right? option. Yeah. Travelers, new business is 2% deductible now. Automatically. Right? Yeah. Automatically. Right. And so when, these people are shopping their insurance and they're not having the conversation. Don't you have a $4,000 higher deductible, no but idea. you're saving 
four hundred dollars, or or, or your or, or actually it only went up fifty dollars. It didn't go up four hundred. Right. Yeah. Right. That that's that's really what right, it is. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And these companies are real. When they have a big rate increase, they'll raise deductibles in their renewal. And so typically, if you raise your deductible, your price would go down considerably. Right. Right. But when you get your renewal and your price went up two hundred bucks with a higher deductible, you're like, oh, two hundred bucks isn't bad, but oh. Now I got a seven thousand dollar roof deductible, right? But they don't usually know. They that. don't look at the paperwork, no. right? I, when, I never look at when it. you file the claim, <laughs> and the roofer comes out, and the roofers look at your stuff. He goes, "You know, you got a seven thousand dollar deductible," and they're like, "What's a deductible?" <laughs> if there's one thing that I would recommend to everybody is have a Brad in your life because if because if you're like me, who's NID, my father in law's favorite three letter word, which is not in the details. <laughs> Insurance is certainly one of those things that you need a Brad in your life to pick up the phone and go, what the, what is this? I don't understand this. Can you explain it to me? Because, you know, Brad's a nerd when it comes to insurance and uh, he, he dives. I'm just experienced. Mike. Yes. 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 <laughs> what is Connor? Is it, uh, there's too much paperwork. Our policy is like 99 pages. I know, man, it's too much. It's just a lot, man. You're not an attorney. Don't try to read it. No, no, it's, it's not. But, but again, goes back to the importance of having a good relationship, which is why, the agent model is so much more beneficial for you. And, and again, I think it was, it, it goes back to when everything was cheaper, right. And, and, you know, there wasn't, there was 50 different carriers and everybody had options and whatever else it was, you know, you could probably get away with just having a cursory situation and, and not really paying that much attention to it, just renewing. Cause you could go to somebody else, give you a cheaper deal and they're all the same. But now I think it's even more critical because there's been so many changes and the cost has gone up so much. And the impact of when you make a claim now is going to be significant going forward that if you don't have somebody that you can pick up the phone to and sift through all the bullshit and the minutiae of what it is, which insurance is absolutely that, then you're, you're putting yourself at a disadvantage. And I don't think that, um, you know, I, I have my wife that handles this stuff and I have a Brad, um, so I don't have to worry about it as much. Um, but just seeing the cost every day of dealing with my clients and seeing what they are running across when they're trying to purchase these homes. I mean, look, a $400,000 house. It's not small, man. No, it's big. A $400,000 house, the insurance premium now, it, it's gone up. It's three, almost 300 bucks a month, you know, and, and that's for somebody with pretty good credit with, you know, a good situation overall, which 24 months ago was $200. I was confident. I would tell people if you're buying a house between 200 and 450, your insurance premium is going to be about 200 bucks a month. Like I, I have a script in my head. Could be 215, could be 220, but it's not going to be 500 and it's not going to be 50 unless it's a brand, brand new roof. And now I'm like, I don't fucking know. I mean, I have no idea. It could be Mike. It, I don't know. Gosh, it's, I don't know until I run the numbers. Gosh, we it, look at them and so I'm like, God, I hadn't seen a premium like that in a long time. That's a pretty good premium. And then yeah. there's some are like how in the hell are these people affording this? Yes. It's and, crazy. And you find the little, the little things that, you know, you're like, Oh, this is why, you know, I mean, you, you've pointed out a few of those to me when I've sent people over to you. It's like this person had this particular claim and, or this, again, the reason that price on this premium was so expensive with the other companies, because there was a claim on the home. And I'm like, are you, that blew my mind because you can't, you can't control it as an individual on, on the weather. Like, how are you supposed, but we're being penalized now. They don't care, Mike. I know they don't care. They can right they now. They don't care. They don't care. They don't care. Yeah, because, and, and it's, you know, the bad part about it is, is that when there is less competition, when there's less people in the market that are being able to offer a particular service, then costs are going to go up. And, and that's prices, what happened with reinsurance, too. Yeah. You know, when we went from $444 million to $1.2 billion, we lost carriers out of Texas that weren't doing reinsurance in Texas. Yeah. Um, we talked a little bit earlier about what, what caused a little bit. I don't, I don't want to get into politics and it's not political, but I think a oh, lot here, of this stuff, no, no, this is just me being me. This right? is, this is this we is have these conversations. All I dig time. into this stuff. I'm like, where's this stuff coming from? Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of this world now is run on speculation. Yeah. Right. And oh, everything's emotion and speculation. Yeah. 100%. And so we were talking earlier, you know, like the last few years we've had really bad storms. Well, you know what, if you go back over a hundred years, I guarantee you, you can find three to five year periods that we had really bad storms. Sure. Right. And yeah. we had really bad loss years. Yeah. Um, and so when, when you watch some of these articles or read some of these articles, you watch some of the news, the news articles that they put out. I, I, I try to watch them all. I try to read them all. So I just want to see what's being said. Out sure. There, right? Sure. What you, um, you got to know what's going on. Global warming is to me a speculation. Yeah. And it's what's driving a lot 
of these premiums. Yeah, well, catastrophe type stuff. Yeah, I mean, even the global warming term, it's more climate change, but it's certainly um, there is a narrative that's out there that's pushing for um, the idea that this is being caused. And, and that's here's what here's what is maybe going it on. is, maybe it isn't. I don't know. My opinion on it and what from what I've seen is that there is certainly a change occurring. There's no I don't think there's anybody climate that change. would argue that there is changes occurring now, whether it's cyclical by the nature of the planet whether it has something to do with things that are out of control or whether it has to do with human induced you know um causes that's the part that is left up with a lot of conjecture and nobody really knows that's the bottom line is that nobody really has an answer to that question if they, they did, just know it wouldn't changing. be speculation yeah no it, it, that's why it's changing but there is certainly the climate is certainly adjusting and, and it's affecting certain parts yeah, what, what's really happening i mean it's it is getting warmer but now we have more trees and more you know it's greener than it's been in a very very long time um so it's in a lot of ways it's a benefit it just affects certain parts of the country and certain parts of the globe more so than others because of these weather events that are changing and anytime you're going through some kind of whether specifically it be, coastal areas with yes the hot heat of the water and that yeah whether whether it be natural occurring or whether it be you know human induced which i still don't know that it's I, we certainly play a role. We're not going to figure that out today. Mike. Yeah, yeah. I, I, well, I'm saying we certainly play a role, but I don't. I'm going to go get in my car. I'm going to drive home. I know, I know. I don't think it's it's really. I mean, well, that's like you know, I drive a Tesla, and they're like, "Oh, you're <laughs> environmental guy." I'm like, "No, I like it because it's like driving a spaceship." But you know, if you look at what it takes to get a battery out of the planet, it's pretty. <laughs> It's, it's pretty unenvironmentally friendly, um, just like driving a car. So, you know, there's no good solution for it. It's like right. the, I have an agent of mine that's a, she's a, she's a vegan and um, which is, I, everybody does their thing. And, and, but I have a, she just does it for health reasons. I have another friend that's a vegan because, you know, they're concerned about animals and I'm like, well, that's great. But you realize, you, you realize when they churn up a soy field that they're killing, you know, ground squirrels and insects and, you know, everything that you can, like, there's more death and debauchery when it comes to sure. it. so we all have our little you know platforms we want to stand on or whatever but the reality is is none of us really know what right. what is going on and, and that's my whole point yes this is all being baked into speculation correct yes right yes and when you triple my premium and you're telling me because it's climate change then i need to drive my tesla and stop driving a car with gasoline yeah, yeah. And so yeah. to me there's a little bit of a called agenda i don't know what i want to call it but when you start moving speculation into a actuarial sure. based business. Yeah. You're, you're, you're cooking books. Yes. Yes. That, to me is what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Right? You're, you're raising costs. Look and at loss. They're right? going, it's your fault. Right. Yeah. Don't speculate that we're going to have major hurricanes. Cause this year was a really calm hurricane season. Yeah. It really was. Mm -hmm. We didn't have a whole lot of hurricanes. Now the wind and hail was bad. Yeah. Right. We had bad wind and hail storms, but we didn't have the major hurricane. Yes. Right. Yes. Um, we did. We did have a nasty wildfire. Yes, and that was that was horrendous. Yeah. Um, well, that was calls from lasers out of the sky, though. You know what? <laughs> hey, look, the aliens. No, no, no. This wasn't aliens. This was uh, this was satellites that uh, beamed down. Um, uh, is this Elon Musk's fault. Heat waves uh, could be. I don't know. Um, <laughs> that saved all the billionaires. Didn't didn't burn any of their houses down, but got everybody else. Um, no, there's a lot of crazy stuff there. But um, look, I, I, one of these days, I'm going to have a. Conspiracy, uh, conspiracy podcast that I'm everybody on, would tune in. Yeah, but I just I, I keep my crazy at a minimum on this. Usually, I, I don't even. This is this is stretching it for me with you. Um, dude, I tried to avoid you when you asked me to come back on. I'm like, dude, he's coming up on a hundred. I want to be on. I want to be the hundred. Right? <laughs> I want to be at the hundred. Not third. We're close. I, actually, I, I got to start. If you say that, I got to plan that. Yeah, I got to make that a little countdown. bit a little bit more of a bigger a bigger deal. Maybe yeah, I have dude. a couple a couple people on, and we'll Absolutely. go for. For a couple hours, although I might do a hundred, really start. Maybe we'll drink and then I'll I was get. I say maybe we can break the Tito's out. I'll never have another listener again because everybody will stop. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Dude, maybe you'll get more listeners. That you dude's insane. That guy's insane. Uh oh, uh, Conrad's gonna. You might be on the show with us, Conrad. It might Conrad be like you, you, me, Brad, and Cody, and we'll all just sit around and drink whiskey and get drunk and talk about conspiracy theories. I don't know. We do this after hours. Yeah. Well, I mean, it'll have to be. I don't know. I'll do that. Maybe I won't with do that. Uber rider. With maybe Uber I won't do that one live. That one we won't go live. <laughs> We'll do it. We can edit it. Yes. That way, at least I can cut out some stuff if it gets really gnarly. Um, I'll just put that one on the. So got seven more podcasts. We're probably talking. Hey, we're talking yeah. April. No, no. Shit. We better start. Try, start, start playing the party. Try here. February, bro. I mean, I do two a week at this point. So oh, wow. yeah, yeah, we're gonna get right. there real fast. So um, your first for the year. Uh, you are well. Actually, Katie Jane was my first for the year. 
um, we did because she was out of school and it's hard to get people, you know, around the holidays. So we did our team finances one. So she was my first guest, um, but you were my second. Um, I saw the prelude to it, but I didn't get to see it. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, it was riveting. She just loves doing it. She was so excited about coming on. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> She's she's a kid in today's oh, God, world. God, Where's she, the camera? She no no no. I'm being incredibly sarcastic. No, she hates it. She, oh, she does. Oh yeah yeah. Oh. She because I get her involved in this. She once have nothing to do with this. Like her friends will sometimes like oh, I heard your dad's thing or you know the friends parents or whatever. And she just rolls her eyes. Like, oh, I watch these realtors that put their kids in their videos. Yes. Kids are just like, oh God, she is not happy about it ever. But they only want the camera when they're in control. That's that's absolutely <laughs> correct. And especially when it comes to talking about money, she's like, I don't want to. If we want to talk about Harry Styles or. Uh, uh, you know, the Arctic monkeys or whatever. All she knows is dad's got plenty of money. Gray's Anatomy or whatever it is. <laughs> it's running out these days. Um, yeah. <laughs> She's driving though. You got to do some more loans to make that happen. So, all right. Well, I'm, I'm glad you brought up the hundredth episode because I got to start planning that. So I guess I got to make that something of a, of a deal. So really trying to hold out. Yes. Yes. I'm, I'm well, now that it reminds me, I'm, 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 I'm appreciative. All right. Well, we're an hour in, so we're going to wrap this up. Um, Brad, thank you so much as always uh, for coming in and doing this with me um, again. Uh, more than anything, the number one takeaway from this is, is get you a friend in insurance, get you a Brad. All right. Find you a Brad that you can call or just call Brad and, or just call Brad. <laughs> I mean, I, if you're here in DFW, call Brad. All right. If you're anywhere in else Texas. in Texas, in call Texas. Brad. Um, he'll help you. He can, he's, this is the one thing and I will say of that not all of Texas is having this issue. It's really the, the DFW area. Yeah. 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 Well, cause we have so many people that come in right. here too. And the, the mass. Yeah. In the, yeah, the weather too, but, uh, but anyway, so, um, I, uh, this, let's see, I got my market update coming again on uh, Tuesday next week. And then, uh, next Thursday, I am going to have a special guest. Um, I made a change recently, uh, employment wise, and, um, I'm going to bring on CEO of my new company that I'm with. We're going to chat about a few things, uh, regarding, our company, but you know, talk about the market in general. He's a pretty sharp guy. Obviously, uh, he runs a billion-dollar mortgage company, so he's got a few things that he understands. So we're going to talk, kind of dig into a few things there. But um, so stay tuned for that one. That'll be next Thursday. And he's then have some brains to navigate this market the last oh, few years. Man, uh, he's managed to survive. We're all trying to tread water, man. No just doubt. keeping our head above. No so, doubt. so thanks for everybody that stuck around. Um, we'll see you next week. And Brad, always appreciate you, man. And we'll see you back thanks around. Thanks for having me. Yep, hundred episode coming up. Coming up. All right.